Five on five in five. It is Tuesday, December 19th, 2023. Fletcher, Kelly, Stephen, all here with you once again for the podcast on another chilly start because it is December. It is December. It's actually going to feel not too terrible, though, by the end of the week, which is interesting timing because we're also talking about Christmas. So Mm. the only time of the year that people find it acceptable to be snowy and cold. The 24th, 25th, 26th. May, I'll give you even a couple days after that. Maybe I New Year's. I will not give you that. You're done. Give me right back up to 70. Gotcha. I'm okay, well, none of... to 27th. Here's the deal. None I know, of that's I'm a happening, but none of that's will. happening for anyone. No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, we're getting mid-40s, 50s, and rain, um, which I think is probably the opposite. It's like, if you're going to be warm, be warm and sunny. If you're not going to be you know, warm and sunny, be cold and snowy. Yes. But we're getting exactly the middle <laughs> ground. So... Today, we're starting our warm-up, but not too much today. Um, it gets high of 38, so that's definitely better than it felt like yesterday, especially when you include the winds, which were crazy. Tonight, few clouds, low 23. Tomorrow, high, sunny, 51. Let me just start that again. Tomorrow, sunny, high of 51. There we go. You don't have to cut that out. I'm not even ashamed. Um, Thursday, increasing clouds, high of 51. And then, again, rain does start to move in for Christmas. Um, the one thing I will say compared to last year, the driving conditions should be greatly improved. Yes. Last year was an absolute madhouse. Uh, a friend of mine from Tennessee just texted me the other day and goes, hey, can they not shut down the interstate into Kentucky? Um, which was a valid valid concern. However, there was a reason they shut it down because the roads were not safe. So yes. um, that is good news as we head into after The aftermath of a blizzard. It, it was a blizzard. Barely, but officially. It w- I, I was in the room with Kevin, Kevin Robinson. He was so excited. I was standing <laughs> next to him. I was talking with a family member about that this week, and I was like, yeah, it was a blizzard. It didn't feel like what I think a blizzard is, but meteorology, meteorologically speaking, I know I butchered that word, but it was a blizzard. It was. By yes. definition. He you was ta- amped. You talk to folks who were around for the blizzard of, what, 76? And they're like, they'll, they'll pish posh you. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, move away with your tiny little... 2023 20, blizzard or 2022 okay, blizzard. It was blizzard. bitter cold and it caused a it was awful. mess on the road. It was awful outside. And we were sleeping here on floors. So let's talk about our needs. I was six months pregnant. <laughs> it, it was a time to be alive. That's for sure. All right. Let's get to our podcast. Five on five in five. Fletcher, story number one. Yes. Yeah, story number one. Uh, this first story, everything is cleared in terms of impact, travel impact, kind of what we're talking about with the roads, but we're still waiting for new information to come out. Uh, after two separate fatal crashes shut down a portion of I-7175 northbound last night in northern Kentucky. Yeah, really unfortunate. A couple accidents, a chain reaction, really, really, if you will, over a long distance. So the Boone County Sheriff's Office says that the first crash took place just after 7 near Richwood Road. That exit is mile marker 175. That was a two-vehicle crash shut down all the northbound lanes as well as the shoulders as well totally understandable with the first accident but then traffic backs up likely somebody wasn't didn't see the backup ahead something like that probably happened and a second crash happened about four miles south of that this was at the walton exit mile marker 171 which closed all lanes of traffic even more so deputies tried to work to get the motorists stuck turned around backed up so they could continue on their way uh but both crashes are still being looked at uh we still don't know who was involved in the crash as far as who passed away or if anybody else was hurt but just a really unfortunate situation two people or two families uh losing uh, family members just before christmas an awful situation there our second story this morning staying in northern kentucky one person has been hospitalized after a shooting in covington monday night 
Yeah, this is my neighborhood, so I'll go ahead and take this one. Um, we know that it happened about 7.40 last night. That's when a lot of the text started going out amongst the neighborhood crew, trying to find out what was going on. Officers were called to the 400 block of Bakewell for reports of shots fired. Uh, to give you perspective, this is near the promenade in Main Strasse. So if you live or work, have gone to any of the bars, restaurants in that area, it's kind of that main drag one street over. Um, Officers found a man with a gunshot wound. He was taken to UC Medical Center. We could see from the video that someone sent in that he was being walked to the stretcher. So um, likely that he will be okay in the end, but uh, still scary. Police say there's no reason to believe the public is in danger, Um, but they did have roads shut down and they were keeping people in their apartments for quite some time uh, yesterday until they were sure that everything was cleared. So scary situation, obviously a lot of questions still, and hopefully we'll get more answers from Covington police today. And Covington police is asking for people to provide more information if they know anything. And to do so, you can find that number on our website, WLWT.com. Moving on to our third story. Three Cincinnati men have been federally sentenced for conspiring conspiring to commit mail fraud. Yes, so this is a, somewhat of a culmination to some of the investigations that Deterrent McGee has been doing over the past few years. People breaking into those blue mail boxes you see around town, uh, jumping mail carriers, stealing those keys, and then stealing mail, washing checks, and withdrawing money, thousands of dollars from people's accounts. So three people are being held responsible right now. Lawrence Sherman, Brandon McCollum, Jeffrey Wiley. They were all sentenced after stealing postal arrow keys to steal from the collection boxes between July of 2022 and June of 2023. Uh, these totaled in a loss of about 250000 to a half a million dollars with at least 10 victims between the three of these people. So once again, we say it on air all the time. If you do need to mail something, especially sensitive information, take it inside a post office. Do not drop it into a blue box. Yes, the United States Postal Service is trying to put some precautions in, make these uh, boxes more secure, help the mail carriers out so they're not being jumped constantly. But still, it's just a safe practice. Take it inside a mail mail post office so you do not become a victim because we're talking thousands and thousands of dollars, people losing life savings potentially. So those three men going away, and it's been happening to Amazon drivers as well. The Today Show did something last week on Amazon drivers being jumped. We had a report of it happening in Goshen. We'll be looking into that. So just be careful out there. Yes. Sherman sentenced to 40 months, uh, McCollum 24 months, and Wiley 27 months in prison uh, after their sentencing yesterday. Moving on to our fourth story this morning, Cincinnati police officers have spoken and have made their voices heard voting for a new union leader by landslide margin. Yeah, this can be a quick one. Just an update. The Fraternal Order of Police have elected Ken Kober. He is 42 years old as their new president. The vote margin, 5-1 to one over his opponent, Dion Mack. Kober, a 23-year veteran and longtime FOB board member, so uh, they've made their voices heard. That transition, I imagine, will happen probably at the beginning of the year. Replacing the outgoing Dan Hills, a name probably familiar um, to a lot of people listening if they follow our coverage. Uh, he, we speak with him a lot when police are involved in our stories. And finally, rounding us out, uh, some big news. A report came out yesterday regarding the Bengals. Of course, the big clash Saturday in Pittsburgh against the Steelers. Bengals do not control their own destiny, continue need to, need to continue to win and get help, but they will need to do so, at least for the time being, without Jamar Chase, who suffered a shoulder injury in last week's win over uh, Minnesota. Uh, NFL insider Ian Rappaport is reporting that Chase is likely to, quote, miss some time due to his injury, which will begin this week against the Steelers. Uh, he seemed to have that injury when he caught a huge third 21 conversion went down had a couple vikings fall on him came up kind of holding the arm upper shoulder or the upper arm shoulder area um he was 
pretty soon after in street clothes on the sideline. Caught four passes for 64 yards in Saturday's win, and it is a major loss for the team. This will be the first game that Chase has missed all year due to injury. Um, but with Browning at the or with the Browning at the helm, he's been utilizing the rest of the receiving core a bit more, utilizing the tight ends a bit more, and the running game has gotten uh, gotten potent uh, again all of a sudden with Joe Mixon and especially Chase Brown. So uh, not as big a loss as it might have felt a few weeks ago, but still, it's never easy to lose your wide receiver one when you're already on your backup quarterback. Yeah, you lose. Losing Chase is such a major blow. Yes, T. Higgins is out there. Yes, Tyler Boyd is out there. You mentioned the tight ends and everybody stepping up. But when Jamar Chase is open at all times, no matter the coverage, it's going to be a loss. Yes, so we'll, we'll see how the Bengals react. But big thing is they do play the Steelers this weekend, and you can see that game exclusively on WLWT. We'll have a crew in Pittsburgh for the game. We're all done here 5 on 5 and 5. That's Fletcher. That's Kelly. I'm Steven. We'll see you tomorrow.